All right, all right, all right. Let's see what we've got. A podcast for the fellas. Ladies can listen if they're not too jealous. Three warlocks that like to talk. A destiny podcast that you will like. Okay, guardians, start your party. Get your weapons and move your body. A podcast comes by you wish to test it. But you in a tower like you with one dexter. Well, starts dropping, they starts popping. Grab your mic and hit the mute button. Now you know that you're in luck. The show is called Three Warlocks. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. This is episode 29 of the Three Warlocks podcast. We are happy yet sad, but we have to give credit where credit's due. Congratulations to the Hunters for winning the 2021 Guardian Games. Mm -hmm. Snail is still a little bit, a little suspect about how they won and how they did it, (laughs) but um, congratulations to you guys. Uh, We have a pretty good show for you guys. In fact, we have less than four days before the new season drops season 14 and bungie yeah. dropped a trailer tuesday at reset before reset very really early trailer kind of broke down everything that was going to happen that season it gave me a little bit of a prophecy vibe yeah. kind of like maybe one of the missions that we're going to be exploring they talk about being a um, mission where we can get a pinnacle yeah it gave me kind of like tron prophecy vibes and um mm-hmm. The thing that people are talking about, which is kind of broke the internet, is the Elixir babies. I mean, I'm sure we're going to be talking about little things like that, but we're going to get started on our show today. But before we start on that, I am your host, Vega. With me, I have Snail and Ness. We're introducing ourselves, and we're going to check in how our weeks was. How were you guys' weeks, man? You guys have a good time? Um, Anything crazy happen? Um, My internet went down. Yeah, yeah. um, I've experienced... I've experienced getting to the end of um, uh, Grandmasters just for Ness to disappear. I was sorry. I said not I was once, sorry so many times. Not twice, but three times because she's a I lady. said sorry all three times. What is going on in your hometown <laughs> that you keep losing power? I don't know. I mean, but if you think about it, it is a first world problem, right? But um, it was, I know that I actually switched off, like my my mic switched off. And then when I came back, all I heard on the other end was, I'm absolutely gutted. That's an impression of Rob. Sorry. That's a good impression. I know, and Rob too. All I could hear from Rob was, <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm so sorry, oh, guys. Man. Don't play with me anymore. <laughs> you need to contact your uh, power provider and uh, let them know, like, what the hell's going on. <laughs> we did, and they actually came out today and they changed some stuff around. So, uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, it'll it'll be working from here on out. Mm, that's good. Cool. Well, on on my end, um, the weather has been a little bit erratic here and. California, where I'm from, I was able to enjoy my very first shower beer of the season. Do you guys know what a shower beer is? Are you opening a can and pouring yourself? Or are you stepping in the sea to do it? Pretty close. I mean, not not that that extreme. But uh, when it's really hot outside, what I like to do, and it's something that I read in a forum a long time ago, is uh, you take a shower, but you, you drink a beer in the shower. Sounds kind of weird, you may think. Has to be the, the precise beer, I think. 
has to be either a Pilsner or something light. It can't be no IPA. It can't be no stout, nothing crazy. But believe it or not, do some work outside, you know, get your temperature going, you know, get some sweat going, work out, or even when, if it's a nice hot day, going in a shower, take a shower, drink a beer, try that out. I actually do that for maybe the last three, four years, but this is the first time I've actually, uh, I guess, I'm, yeah, first time I did it right before May started about April, the end of April, yeah, early May. Typically I do it around June, July, you know, summer months. But like I said, mm-hmm. the weather has been pretty erratic. So I was able to enjoy my first shower beer. And uh, this episode is brought to you by Anheuser-Busch. That- <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Promoting you guys to drink. All right, guys, remember, drink when you're 21 years old. And or <laughs> when, you're, shower, when you're 18 or 22 over there where snails from, I don't know. But uh, I thought that That's was kind of yeah. interesting um, that I had to drink my first shower beer a little early in the season because it was hot. But wow. all right. Well, okay. like I said in the beginning of the show, we have a few things to talk about. There was that video that dropped. I thought about a little thing on it. The top continues by going on all the things that we're going to be looking forward to the next season. A lot of the things we're going to be looking to the next season are similar to things that we get, which we get a calendar, you know, we get a, a season trailer or, or like a, a roadmap. And we're pretty much looking at it right now. If you guys are watching us through YouTube, you can see a nice video or a nice picture of a uh, season of the splicer. That is the season that we're going to be focusing on. Uh, there's a lot of things happening. New six man match made activity PVE. Armor Synthesis. I know we talked a little bit about that last previous uh, shows. Ada's back, so she's going to be in charge of that. Story Mission, new raid. Well, not really a new raid, an old raid, but a new raid. Uh, new weapons, armor, exotics. A little difference on the helm's going to be looking a little different. Um, things to look forward to. So we'll probably go through this really, really quick. Uh, May 11th is when the season drops. So we have the um, introduction to the mission and then the Armor Synthesis. And this is free to anybody. Uh, for those who require the Beyond Light expansion, there's going to be a new aspect quest. And for those who have the season pass, are going to get that override, that new six-man activity. And I believe it's going to be taking place in Europa. May 14, Trials is back. May 18th, Iron Banner. Another override six-man activity opens up, and that's going to be on the moon. Uh, May 22nd, we get the Vault of Glass. We talked a little bit about that last week. Vault of Glass is a raid that most of the D1 veterans are familiar with, and we're going to be going back in there and fighting Atheon. Uh, May 25th, the weekly Pinnacle mission starts, and also we get another override, which is in the Tangled Shore. This weekly Pinnacle mission, very interesting, guys. Very interesting about this thing, because if, if we keep going on the calendar, May 25th is there, June 1st is there, June 22nd is there again. So I'm thinking this might be a mission that may be unlocked little by little, almost like each week, which is kind of neat. Maybe a longer mission, not so much of a um, dungeon per se, but it could be a large, large mission that's going to be playing out more storyline, like Snail likes, you know, the, the lore behind it. Iron Banner again, uh, Vault of Glass raid challenges are dropping June fifteenth. So this is going to be the equivalent of the prestige mode. Little new things to make the, the raids a little bit, a little bit difficult. Difficult. Iron Banner. Again, on June 29th, and then we get our first look at Solstice of Heroes, which is going to start on July 6th and should go for a pretty good size month. If you remember last year, um, you got some crazy little glows that we spent most of our time at the E, 
AZ, am I saying that right, Snail? Or yeah, aerial European thing. Yep. And we don't know if we're going to be going there again, uh, but who knows? They might switch it up a little bit, like they switched up the Guardian games this year. Check out this picture over here on August 10th, the epilogue. This could be another live event. Maybe Bungie is planning something. The thing that I looked in here and the thing that a lot of people were talking online is where's the traveler? You can't oh, really yeah. see it there. That's very, very interesting. You can't see the traveler there. So that's something. He's been sunsetted. That's yeah. what people are saying. <laughs> yeah. The, the sun's <laughs> down, sun's out, right? Sun's out, guns out, right? No. So, yeah, a lot of stuff to look forward to on this calendar. Any questions? Can I guys? say I was right? About what? Well, last week I did a whole piece on Mithrax returning. Mm hmm. And there, yeah. there he is. He's right there. Yeah. Here is our Mr. Splicer. Splicer himself. This is going to be a very mm -hmm. interesting, interesting mission because we have the Fallen, we have the Vex, and we may have a little bit of the uh, Hive kind of making a little return there. So, the reason of these overdrive missions kind of reminds me of the Sundials, I guess, per se. It's almost going to be something similar. Or what were the ones that we had at the what was the one? The ones where we met uh, one of our clanmates. We made a uh, knight, and where we have to. Oh, that was the uh, Seraph Tower events. Yeah, Seraph Towers events. So I think something is going to be tied down to the seal where we have to participate in a lot of these things. But it looks like we get three of them: Tangle Shore, the Moon, and also Europa. So yeah, that's pretty much the uh, that's pretty much the roadmap we can look forward to. If you guys are watching us on YouTube, you guys can see that all together. And if you guys are not. And you guys are listening to our voices. Just imagine everything I said and go for it. <laughs> <It's beautiful. laughs> a lot of stuff to look forward to. And the, the, the video brought some Vex, Endless Nights, Mithrax, Baby, Elixir, which we talked about that. Those things are cute. And Bunchy is not currently making any plush dolls on, on those things. They are dumb. They should capitalize. Have you, on those have you not seen the breaking news? What is the breaking news, my friend? They've they've released in the shop plush versions of the babies already. Oh man! <laughs> oh, see, Budgie knows what's up, man. Budgie understands what's going on. Uh, well, with that, we'll continue with the twelve. Let's talk about some of the rewards. Preview of the rewards we're going to be getting. All right. So, as far as the rewards, uh, like you said, Destiny, uh, Destiny knows what they're doing. So, well, they finally, anyway, have been listening to their community and and know that loot's important to us they are actually going to be changing how we get our new armor pieces for the seasons. Mm -hmm. So previously we were getting them by season rank and you know you would level up and you would get the armor. This time around what they're gonna do is you're gonna actually go by seasonal activities. Um, you're gonna earn them also by Focus, Umbral and Grims. So what we're used to of the season rank levels, um, having the armor pieces is gonna be now updated with Glimmer, Legendary Shards, Upgrade Modules, Exotic Engrams, enhanced cores and the prisms and then the universal armament will still be earned at the end of the of the season pass so yeah that's a that's a different take on it so we'll see how that goes so we're gonna have a lot of glimmer yeah that's for sure so yeah, they look cooler don't they yeah if i'm understanding yeah, right this like specific that. set that's the one we're going to be getting from uh, the weekly activities or during the the override missions i'm guessing and yeah. this one right here which is the ornamental. That's the seasonal set. pass one. Mm -hmm. you, you get it through the seasonal pass. That's kind of neat. Something different. I know they brought up that they were going to change things up a little bit. So you can no longer, I guess, which is very interesting because you can no longer use the armor to kind of level up faster than usual. 
which it kind of doesn't really make much more sense because our level is only going to go up 10 points, right? So yeah, right. you need to do that stuff. Right. So that's very interesting. That is very, very cool. Well, we're also getting, as we're getting some things to make us look good, we're also getting some tools of destruction. So we are. take us through that. Yeah, so we're getting quite a few little bits and bobs. And what you see here is the um, exotic uh, sidearm, which uh, season pass holders get straight away. It's going to be great for PvP because it's going to freeze people. But my understanding is that you have to get a kill to do the freeze bit. According to the so, video, that's right. Yeah, Could be good. There's also um, the uh, machine gun and the shotgun, which are quite cool. I quite like the um, aesthetics of them. Seasonal pass holders get them on the seasonal pass, but everybody else will earn them uh, for rumble engrams and activities, uh, the override completions and things. Outside of the override, uh, the override stuff, there's uh, a legendary loot pool, of which you can see here, another sidearm. I don't know why we've got so many sidearms all of a sudden. <laughs> season um, of the yeah, sidearm. Another, right? <laughs> another sidearm. <laughs> uh, and we've got a fusion rifle. These, these are the ones earned uh, via um, Crucible, Vanguard, and Gambit. So you know, we've got a number of weapons to go and grind for, which is quite good. I quite like the fact that we've got some stuff to go after. We've then got a lovely um, fusion rifle, which looks kind of cool, I've got to say. It's a bit different to uh, normal. It does yep. have a tinge of loaded question uh, mm -hmm. in my head because it is the seasonal yeah. ritual weapon for this season. So we've had the grenade launcher and the sniper previously. This is the one for uh, this season. So again, we'll earn that uh, either doing it in um, Vanguard missions, Gambit or Crucible. And then we can earn the skins based on, on that as well. Again, we've got uh, some lovely uh, weapons here. Another grenade launcher, uh, SMG, and what looks like a, a, a Duke Mark 22 hand cannon replacement again they're um specifically in those uh loot pools of gambit and crucible and vanguard but just good you probably don't remember this now but back in d1 there was a hand cannon that took about 19 and a half years to reload right i believe it was a hand cannon you got from a faction not not familiar which faction it was i want to say new monarchy but it was called the ill will oh, i remember that and one. this kind of gives me vibes of it it's a 120 rpm which looks like a 120 just by looking at it but that thing used to hit like a mac truck but you had to make sure you killed every single person that you were hitting because you would spend the next two weeks and a half trying to reload this weapon because it was <laughs> it was taking forever to reload but uh yeah they do say that um we're going to get new mods uh and we'll give these weapons specific kicks so it'd be interesting to know what specific kicks those weapons that we talked about previously are getting. It's another great shot of um, what we're getting from uh, uh, Nightfalls. Um, so we're getting adept versions of this. So we've got uh, the lovely hung jury back, which is uh, a great uh, scout rifle, an original fusion rifle from D1. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we've got a, a lovely uh, sniper rifle from D1 as well. So adept versions of these, uh, I've got to say, if we're going to get a hung jury with uh, an adept version of that with Dragonfly, that's going to be... Um, a beast when they're upping uh, dragonfly damage at the same time yeah that's gonna be a fun one to go after that's for that's for sure yeah man i mean other than that he talks about a pulse rifle that can mm -hmm. fire with a high fire rate um and that kind of gave me some uh, ideas of some d1 pulse rifles that were like that because they are bringing a lot of nostalgia stuff back bungie is always bringing things back that we used to love um it's getting to the point that it's gotten stale but i actually welcome all these things these are fan favorites 
if you bring yeah. weapons that nobody really cared about, then you know you lose them with that. But yeah. they actually did a good job of bringing something like that. But that pulse rifle, the f- uh, fast fire rate ones, I know we have one right now on, in a game that's not sunsetted. It's the one from Iron Banner, the Time mm. Worms Fire. Yeah, and I think on his notes he talks about that this one is is I have that that fire, but it's a little kick on it. So maybe there's clever, a clever dragon, perhaps. Just yeah, saying. there's a weapon in the uh, trailer which you see briefly, which has the um, the city uh, logo on it, okay. um, which when they fire sounds like outbreak. So I'm wondering <laughs> if you've got something with Seaver uh, inside it. That's oh, okay. exactly gotcha. the same tone as outbreak. Well, I'm actually bringing that up because since Ada coming back, you know, she was, she's the forge lady. She used to make weapons for us. So you can kind of tell this is going to be the season of, of the weapons. Uh, a lot more loot people mm. have been asking for. Um, season of the sidearm and season of the fusion rifle, right? That's pretty much what we're looking for. So. <laughs> uh, I've got to say, Tang Jury's coming back and they don't buff scout rifles and maybe disappointed. Yeah, that is true. They did say that scout rifles, they can't really buff them per se, especially by now because it will be too strong. I think what they need to do, which they addressed it a little bit from previous shows, is they're going to try to bring down the uh, Dead Man's Tail. Because if, if, if you can imagine if scout rifles were buffed, It'll be nothing but Dead Man's Tales on Crucible nonstop. I mean, that, that gun is, is superb as it is. Uh, it can go toe to toe with a 120. You know, it can go toe to toe with a with a with a auto rifle, toe to toe with a, a pulse rifle. So they need to do some patchwork there. But I do feel that scout rifles are going to have their day in Crucible. So something to look forward to. That'd be kind of nice. Well, guys, there's going to be some patchwork to look forward to us. Well, uh, they're going to be addressing some of the things that they've been getting feedback on. We're going to be making some changes, and this is going to be a new update. We're going to be talking a little bit more about this update. It's a 3.2.0. No longer 3.1.1.1.3.6.9. No, no, upgraded. No. They upgraded. It's gone to the next stuff, right? Some of the things that they're going to be looking forward to or kind of patching up is some of the colorblind uh, <laughs> things that were making an issue. <laughs> so some of the oh, colorblind support. Looking after me. Looking after you. Go colorblind community. So yeah. colorblind is not going to work. Uh, colorblind support is not going to work with stasis abilities. So now you have that colorblind mm-hmm. um, support on enemy crystals, enemy squall, enemy dustfill, enemy bleak watcher. Uh, we're going to be talking about this squall and dustfill here in a little bit. Uh, some of the tunings are going to be doing on some subclasses for the hunters. The freeze detonation from silence of the squall has been reduced from 12 meters to 8.5 meters. If you guys don't know what that is, is when the hunters uses their super, is that tornado coming at you? You can be about a mile away and that thing will still get you. Well, they're reducing the radius of it. 8.5 meters is still pretty large. And what's neat about this now is it's going to have a red ring around the area once they launch it, where it's going to tell you if you get between this area, you're pretty much toast. That's going to help the colorblind community and it's going to help me so I can stay away from that as well. (laughs) Uh, The Titans are getting a little upgrade here. The Shiver Strike melee energy is now refunded when the Glacial Quake ends. And they're going to fix an issue in which a player can trigger Whisper of Torments by standing in an opponent's barricade. I've not heard about that, but apparently they're going to fix that yeah, issue. Yeah, it is a known issue in PvP. Oh, okay, I got you. All right, for the Warlocks, the second place Warlocks, we're going to get some Shade Binder. Uh, little, little patch notes. Uh, the Bleak Watcher Aspect now grants two Fragment slots. That'd be good. Um, Chaos Reach. They're going to fix an issue with Chaos Reach Supers was allowing it to penetrate to thin walls or objects um, enough to damage or kill the opponent. Oh, come on. That's not an issue. I mean, if you're <laughs> hiding behind a wall and our Jesus Beam 
cannot kill you? I mean, come on. Those balls cannot stop the power of the light that we have. I mean, that's, I mean, oh, that's a, we're breaking walls, the walls, maybe. The hunters have that, that freaking wanted that bends, you know, around walls and freezes you. Why can't I just kill them through a wall? Why can't I kill them through a wall? That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> well, those are some things. <laughs> One of the things that I didn't see here is uh, when are they going to fix our Steve? When are they going to fix our... I know. Where's Steve? Where is Steve? Look, they mentioned Bleak Watcher. The fact that it's got an extra fragment uh, slot suggests that they're going to nerf it quite quickly because the reason it didn't have it in the first place is because uh, there was too much you could add to it to make it even better. Um, and now it's broken. It's apparently it's going to be repaired by the start of the new season. But yeah, with an extra fragment slot, I can say we, we can do some damage with Steve. Oh, yeah. For those who mm. are listening to the show for the first time or you have been a avid listener, we call Steve the aspect on a warlock that throws that turret that freezes people. It'd be kind of hard to tell people, hey, throw that turret or throw that freezing thing. And it's a lot easier to be like, hey, Snell, you got Steve ready? And Snell's like, yeah, oh, I got him ready. You scream out, Steve! Steve! <laughs> I need Steve! Now! So that's where that Steve comes from. So, the, uh, mm. well, there's going to be other things taking place in the future as well. And with that, the Sandbox Discipline Lead, uh, Kevin Yanes, is going to be talking about that. Ness, let us know what he says. So uh, Kevin brings up that, you know, uh, Destiny is looking towards the future, along with some of the minor changes that they're doing with the Hunter that Vega mentioned. They're looking at fixing some things with uh, the stasis freeze, the slow accuracy penalties, and whisper hindrance. Um, with that, one of the things that he actually mentions is they're going to do a new nav mode. Um, this actually is a new menu that comes out when you pull out your ghost. It's going to separate your bounties from your quest mode. All bounties are going to appear now in that nav mode. So that means they can no longer be tracked. Category, for the PCs anyway, to switch between categories, all they have to do is actually scroll with a mouse. Track triumphs will now also appear in its own nav mode category. We'll see how, I mean, I feel like we kind of did that in D1 where you can actually go through, you know, what you were doing at that moment. So mm -hmm. I feel like it's a little bit of a throwback. Yeah, this but is kind of neat. Okay. I mean, that means it's going to cool. Yeah. That's cool. Looking for all the YouTube listeners or YouTube watchers, we have the video kind of popping out, kind of goes through the motions of how this is going to work. Keeps tracks of your bounties, you know, keeps track of your quest and, um, you know, what's what's going on in the other the other aspects of the game. It's kind of kind of neat. I mean, we've had, like like Ness said, we had something similar like this to the uh, D1, but nothing this mm -hmm. um, interactive, I guess you can say. You yeah. have any thoughts on that, Sal? Yeah, it looks pretty useful it's very difficult to go through millions of menus to see what you're doing oh yeah the amount of times i have conversations with you guys saying uh, have you got the quest and then yeah. you're looking through millions of things to find the quest well now yeah. you know you're going to go to one of three things and see it see i like the fact that you can track multiple bounties before you were only able to attack three maybe three or four yeah uh mm -hmm. this menu shows that you can track up to six now um your quest you can track up to three of them and that's good to know because some of the things that I wish I could track this season was those uh, seasonal challenges, which I'm sure we're going to be getting a new set of yeah. for this upcoming season. But man, those things are a pain. You have to go through your quest menu and hit up. Mm -hmm. And then as yeah. you're going into a in the tower, into a game mode, it'll kick you right out. and You have to go all the way and start again. <laughs> so, I mean, that's something cool to look forward to. All right. Oh, guys. These are all quality of life stuff, which is kind of cool. Yeah. All right, guys. 
like Ness says, there's going to be other stuff that are going to be changing the UI. Um, there's going to be a new addition to our directory coming up. It's going to be called the Legends. And this is pretty neat because it makes me think that we're going to have to go to this specific area to access the Vault of Glass. So they already have in mind where we're going to be accessing new or old raids that they might bring up. I guess it's not out of your mind or out of the question for them to bring back King's Fall during the next expansion because it's going to be very hive related. So we're going to have a little area where we can actually access that. And it's called the Legends. So it's going to be added to the directory tab. And this is where you're going to find the Vault of Glass. Uh, there's going to be a shortcuts between the HUD, quest steps, notifications, and quest details screen. And that's going to be things as it's necessary. It's going to be added to the mouse. Uh, 6 by 6 Crucible activity have an updated intro experiences. I won't think Crucible needs that for each individual person, but I'm sure they have a new little intro, uh, maybe more interactive about the people you're going to be going up against. Uh, you can cycle through your teammates and view metrics associated with the activity you're entering. That's a little bit confusing. What does that mean? Is that? Well, it sounds like we can look up stats on the player we're playing with. Oh, okay. So you can straight up like be a creeper and just start checking people out when you got there. I mean, yeah. we are we already kind of do that if in a sense, whenever we're going on playing some competitive PvP mode, you're always mm -hmm. like, Oh, that person has this, that person has that. His mobility mm -hmm. is at 102, uh, this, this, and that. So I guess they're making it easier for us to spy on our, on our I'm wondering if it's gonna tell us their KD or how many gambit wins they've had this season or that type of thing. What if I'm too embarrassed to let people know that? That's messed up. That's private. <laughs> you know what's interesting? <laughs> That's funny you said. That was funny. It's, I was um, early in the week on Tuesday. I got a code on, on Twitter. I'm sure you got the same one, Snow, where you can buy that emblem. Yeah. It's a real fancy emblem. It's it, it, Our clan's name is not Genuine Apathy. It's Genuine Apath because you yep. can't see the rest of it. <laughs> I know Snow knows what That's I'm right. talking I'm using about. it. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. But I wanted to put something in there, like to track something in there. I'm like, I want to put the most mundane dumb thing in there. <laughs> How much so, glimmer? <laughs> no, my thing, my thing says 16 on it what is it it's the uh completed lost sectors i've done this season <laughs> so, so i'm gonna just keep track of the most mundane dumb things ever so i'm gonna keep 16 16 lost sectors in there oh man well like we talked about at the beginning of the show the helm's getting a, a little rework done so snail what is happening to the helm well, it helps having a number of things done to it. But firstly, we're not going to have to scroll for a million things to get to the helm. It's going to have its own director's tab. So move from the tower map. Yay! But now to go there. to the tower map, then click on the helm to then to go to one. Okay, excellent. The focus number engrams and the um, prismatic recaster is having a bit of uh, an overhaul. The amber engrams now auto decrypt. Fantastic. I don't have to do it in one, then walk around the corner and do it in another. Mm -hmm. that's another ridiculous step that's uh, bypassed fantastic and then uh, the visual states for focusing options on the prismatic recast have been streamlined to reduce the visual clutter and the confusion halfway through the season it went weird and then it was on two pages all of a sudden then it went back to one page it yeah. was very confusing there are some other bits happening with um, the helm that isn't mentioned here but is mentioned uh, in some of the other gumph about the season mm -hmm. we're going to have a fallen area or an Ixney area where there's a servitor. So I'm going to assume that little guy is going to do some Umbral stuff for us as well, okay. or something for us. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be kind of cool. That's one of the spaces that I thought was almost like a waste of time. Why did Bungie create a whole different area where you could have just made a staircase in the tower where you can just go up top and just, you know, 
focus our umbral engrams. I mean, for God's sake, Savala's desk. We can go to Savala's desk in the tower, and it, there's nothing there. You could have put the helm there. I mean, I don't know. There's so much wasted space that, that Bungie just likes to throw in there. But, I mean, there's a reason for it. There's coatings and things like that. Um, there's reasons why things don't work. And that's why we're going to be talking about one of the things uh, later on the show, especially some of the glows that some of the people wasted money on. There's going to be a little mm-hmm. little work for you guys there. But Glory, Valor, and Infinity is going to be changing next season. Glory, Valor, and Infinity reputations have had their internal systems rebuilt to a unified implementation. In-game players should expect minimal perceived changes. Now, the unified Glory, Valor, and Infamy ranks reputations, uh, there's going to be tracking on it. Uh, before Forsaken, if you guys remember, Glory was mostly based on ranks, you know, Guardian, Brave, Legend, things like that. Um, after Forsaken, they got the Brave 1, Brave 2, Legend 1, Legend 2, um, so alongside with Infamy. But now this is all going to change. It's going to be on the original major um, uh, ranks that they had back before um, Forsaken. Uh, the sub ranks are simply referred as ranks, and all usage has been converted to use them when appropriated. So, an example they gave out the, here is all the lifetime values and quest targets have been multiplied by three. Glory playlists no longer block Valor win streaks from declining. So, that's a good thing, especially for the PvP community. The Valor badge now appears on Trials launch screen. So, I'm pretty sure it gives you your Valor. Um, yeah. points the ones you have so i'm wondering if, if uh, trials is going to increase your value valor reputation is gonna or glory excuse me glory i guess it doesn't really say that but one can only hope um infamy win streaks bonus is now linear so you get plus 35 per win and glory you get plus 20 per win this is also a perfect opportunity to tell everybody to please cash in your vanguard tokens they already took our crucible tokens last season or this season excuse me so the beginning of this upcoming season is the last season where these Vanguard tokens are going to be pretty much obsolete. Um, I don't think I missed anything in here. Anything else? I'm sure they're going to be bringing out some new things in the following seasons, PVP related. Um, we have to take into account that all these changes now that Bungie has, you know, a team working on, on these things do take some time. I know we yeah. want things to get, to get fixed right away, but um, the fact that they're doing or moving the wheel forward, can give us, I guess, hope for things to be changing in the next future. Ness, let's talk about your favorite lady, Tess. <laughs> yes. So she's actually going to see some changes. One of the things that uh, I think a lot of people actually asked for was um, a lot of the exotic weapons and old armor ornaments are actually going to be available now. So they're actually creating an archive tab just for the storefront where you can actually filter through um, all the stuff that's on the storefront. So it'll be easier to look through. Another thing is that the spawn effects and the shaders are now gonna be in a standalone items area for bright engrams. Bright engrams can no longer decrypt into duplicate of these items. Small amount of glimmer will always be awarded when decrypting the bright engrams. So that's, uh, that's the gist of it. So Everest is getting a, her storefront's gonna get a little facelift. I, probably nice. because we're transmogs, so got to give her something. I wanted to, I wanted Bungie just to open up the store and just. I know. You know like just if you guys me. were not here for the first five seasons, buy whatever the hell you want. <laughs> if you got here after Forsaken, buy everything before Forsaken. You know, before yeah. trial, you know, before Curse of Osiris, and then the beginning of the game. But apparently, they're yeah. not going to do that. But they're doing some little quick changes like that. 
other things happening, Snail? There are, yeah. We're going to get some momentum control when Team Scorched uh, back as weekly uh, play with place rotation. I love momentum control. It's one of my favourite little places. I used to love going in there with a little scout, scout rifle and one-tapping everybody. It was fantastic. Fun. Can you picture that, Snail? Can you picture your adept hung jury in momentum oh, that's control? That's going to be amazing, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> Fantastic. Oh. Yeah, brilliant, because if it's got Dragonfly in it, I'm hitting one person killing all of them. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> We've added repeatable bounties to that clothes designer, um, Shorhan, uh, in mm-hmm. the Cosmodrome. Um, uh, Sean so John. I, I'm Sean assuming he's getting little hats and, and stuff yeah. to be able to buy from him. We fixed the issue uh, causing vaulted gear to erroneously drop from strike unique loot lists. I don't understand. Because are they talking about the stuff that we get the sniper and the hang cannon um, from one or nothing. They talk yeah. about those. They're pointless drops now because they're vaulted. So I presume um, we're going to get rid of them altogether. Yeah. Nice. And we're actually going to get something that's very unique. Um, I, I don't know who, who's not thought of this before. You know, we had trace waves in the game for, for years. Yeah. And now we can get some mods to use them. Hey. I mean, wow. Bungie. Yeah, sure. <laughs> they must have had Einstein involved to make this decision. Surely. We've only been asking since the game came out. Your sarcasm is not subtle. No, <laughs> it's it not. It's, <laughs> a, it's, it's a, a good cat. point. It's a good point. That's because when I'm using something like the Divinity, I told Snail, I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, do, do, how do I get more ammo for this thing? He's like, oh, just yeah. put the auto rifle thing on. But, it, but it's not an auto rifle. I'm looking <laughs> for the trace rifle one. It's like, you're not going to find it. But I can't. why am I going to put an auto rifle mod on this thing? So now... <laughs> Now that the confusion is going to be gone, so you're going to be able to have that. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of really nice. Really nice. nice. All right, guys. New season brings in a new set of patch notes that we talked about, but also a new time to look forward to. Things like this stuff is going to be happening around 10 p.m. on Tuesday. And also something the community was complaining about, something that Ness brought out last week, is I dropped some money on some of the Solstice of Hero glows. Mm, yeah. The okay. Bungie heard you. They, their, their TWAB that they brought up on April 22nd was not received very good because of the transmog changes that were going to be taken. So what Bungie said pretty much is that if you have the, the glows that you originally bought, 2018, 2019, they're now going to be able to work on the new Soldiers of Heroes uh, armor set, for what, for what I'm hearing, okay? I think one of the reasons why they didn't work is because Stasis was part of it. So Stasis has a different clothes, so that's probably why they couldn't get their system to work, this, this, and that. It's still not going to work on Stasis, as far as I know. Mm. But they're going to be able to get these universal ornaments to be um, used on the 2020, 2021 um, Soldiers of Hero armor. Um, only support the Solar Arc and void subclasses if you buy that purple one nest that was a void so you're going to be able to get that they don't really tell you a specific time where they're going to be doing but they're targeting the sources of heroes of 2021 so but something to look forward to so this your anger level go down a little bit nest because they hurt your your concerns so now the stuff that you put money on you're going to be able to access it is that good to hear i mean that's good um so I got a question because I, I kind of half read that through that. So they're saying that the glows are going to work, but not on stasis. Like, yeah, because in 2018, we didn't have stasis. Correct. I get so it. It wasn't built. But stasis is the super. So why wouldn't it work on the armor that I'm 
wearing. Well, the the super works. It's the glow that doesn't work. So we're on any solstice armor, whatever yeah. element you're using, it glows in that color. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, the solstice doesn't still glow, glow on that armor because it didn't exist. So if you have, have no correct. So if you switch yes. subclasses to the stasis, your glow is going to disappear. It's not going to be available. There is going to be, which I'm guessing, a stasis glow. Probably Tess is going to be selling. Maybe during mm. the Solstice of Heroes. You, I don't know. Maybe. Um, but you could be able to access that there. But if you have your Void one equipped, your Solar, your Arc, those are only specifically for those classes. If you swap yeah. over to Stasis, your set, armor set that you have, it's not going to glow. Is that right, Sam? I can't let yeah. my glow flow. Gotcha. Nope. All right. Cannot. Guys, we got to prepare for some download times. And Ness has all this information for us. Take it away, Ness. I do. So May 11th, um, that's when the season ends, Pacific time, 10 a.m. They're talking about, and they usually do this every year. If you have a title that you have earned from one of the badges, make sure that you put it on. If you don't put it on, you're, gonna, you're bound to lose it as soon as the new season comes on. So if you have gotten Chosen, Conqueror, Flawless, make sure you go in there and at least equip it I guess for a little while, and then you won't, it won't get removed. They have the time frame May 11th, so you can earn all your Bungie in-game rewards. So that's like the, the penguin, the shirts, uh, the Hawkmoon long sleeve shirt, the Guardian Games gold medal pin, the Guardian Games 2021 jacket, the one that Snail really liked, mm -hmm. um, the chosen seal pin, and the and I think that was it. Yeah. So you have until the May 11th, uh, 10 a.m. to go ahead and claim them. You have until May 14th, 9.59 a.m. Pacific time to actually purchase them. Back to you, Snail. <laughs> Thank you very much. That threw me for a second. <laughs> that was a scary smile. <laughs> um, so another thing they, um, they talk about is um, seasonal changes. So, so people are, are fixed on what's staying and what's not staying. So you'll still be able to access the war table to upgrade the war table because the season uh, will still be available for the rest of the year uh, because it's that yearly seasonal pattern that we're going for. But what you won't be able to do is you won't be able to do any of the seasonal challenges because they'll end. So if you haven't done any seasonal challenges, get onto them now uh, because they're disappearing for the new seasonal challenges uh, on Tuesday. That's true. That is true. And, and Ness, we've told you multiple times to do something to your shaders and yet you refuse not to. But this is the last warning. What are they telling us about shaders? They're saying that you have to dismantle them, and that sounds crazy, <laughs> and I'm not doing it. Oh, um, come on. They want you to do it before the season of the Splicer, and nah, not doing it. Do it yourself. Take it away. Well, yeah. But with that, dismantling it, of course, you will get some glimmer and some legendary ink. Uh, was it legendary shards or whatever yeah. um but no not worth it i have too many <laughs> i could be there forever so no not doing it well mm -mm. if you don't do it they're gonna do it for you they will <laughs> let them do the work yep they're gonna do it for you because the update is happening 3.2.0 um actually as we speak today the show is being uh recorded on a friday they've actually gone um undergone some maintenance in preparation of this update if you will try to log in between nine and three, 
p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time, it was a little bit rough because they had everything kind of beginning with the maintenance. They were removing people from activities and then they were implementing these changes. But the most important one we need to keep in mind is May 11th, like Ness says, a lot of things are changing there. Same times, 9 a.m., the maintenance is going to begin. 9.45, all the players are going to be taken into orbit. I mean, excuse me, out of the uh, the game. And at 10 a.m., the update 3.2.0 would be available across all platforms. You'll be able to log in um, to Destiny 2. And by 11 a.m., they're estimating that that's where this maintenance is going to be uh, concluded. Keep in mind that all these times we're bringing out is Pacific Standard Time. So I can only imagine if it's 9 a.m. in my time, Snell, what time is it in your time? Um, it's it's very different. It's, very different. <laughs> it, it, it's ah. next Tuesday. It's next ah. Tuesday. <laughs> I, can't answer. I believe it's a seven hour gap. I need my toes. There we go. So it's a seven hour, seven hour gap. It's worth it's... noting that, that that May the 7th update actually broke uh, the end of uh, Guardian Games. Uh, it's now been fixed. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, there, there is an achievement. You're supposed to participate in the uh, closing ceremony, right? Yeah. yeah, it told you to go and collect your achievement, and it wasn't there because they broke it. They've oh. now fixed it. Okay, so oh, now you can good. collect that. So collect that up, guys. Collect that up. Uh, there's going to be some things that, like, every patch notes that they take, they said, okay, guys, these things are wrong. We're giving you a heads up. These things are, are, are going to be issues. And they always tell you, and you always go and complain to Bungie, but they're telling you that these things are going to be an issue. All right. So Ness has a list of some of the things that are going to be affected by this 3.2.0. So guys, at first I have to kind of start. So you know how I normally get like messages, either people who have listened to our podcast, who would, you know, ask me questions or asking for help or, you know, smooth my balls, um, asking for us to say their name. That's free advertisement for you guys. Um, I actually got a message and I couldn't read it. So out of curiosity, I went ahead and I copied it. I pasted it into Google. And once you know it, the message was in Windings. So um, the message, funnily enough, the gist of it was, love your show. Please include Titans in the known issues. We are impotent too. There's a little spelling error. <laughs> but <laughs> thanks JT whoever you are you made my day with that message so we're gonna have to start I'm gonna have to start being a better person better warlock and and mentioning the titans and now that we have a bigger community and some of them are hunters and we play with them so I will start mentioning what's wrong with your stuff even though you should know it because this is known issues but anyway here we go so these are actually issues that are being resolved in the Warden of Nothing strike, the champions defeated are actually going to track per, per person um, correctly. Uh, the Felwinter's Helm is no longer going to cause the Solstice Armor glow to default to void. Uh, players on the moon aren't going to automatically be joining into the Ritual High public event. Mm -hmm. You'll actually right. have to kill something and then you'll be part of it. The Disgrace Strike... Players will no longer be locked out of the boss room if they spawn too far away from their teammates. Arc Strider Hunter, combat flow will no longer fail to trigger on melee kills. You're welcome, Ice Diamond. Um, the new light tutorial messages will finally stop popping up during Crucible and Gambit. Thank you. And in Gambit, 
I don't know if you guys experienced this, but when the other team gets their primeval, all the moats in your, in your side, if you don't have it, disappear quickly. So mm -hmm. they're actually going to stop that. So next is actually the known issues. So the known issues uh, this, this time around are actually kind of short. Two of them have to do with, uh, with servers uh, or performance issues. So they're actually investigating some performance issues with PCs and they're investigating what is my biggest fear, error codes weasel and anteater. <laughs> <laughs> they seem to be following me. And newt, that's a new one that I've been getting. They also noted that after the Splicer season launches, you're still probably going to see the Guardian Games quest or the Proving Grounds or the Chosen quest still in your quest line. That'll eventually fix itself. But it's, this is it. This is the, the list that they have. I'm pretty sure there's going to be more because we always have more after a season drops. But if you want to know all the issues that they are that are known right now, go into the known issues article on Bungie. There's probably you. a colorblind uh, list of things, but because I couldn't see it, I can write in. Well, a lot of the times, the stuff that we mention the next week, it's still in there because <laughs> they're still they're still working them. They're still very much known, but there's just new ones that they have oh, to yeah. kind of put on the top of the list. So yeah, if you actually go in there, you'll see a lot of the ones that we spoke about um, are still listed. Yeah. yeah. Back should, to you, Vegas. Thank you. They should be having a new segment called Unknown Issues. That means stuff that we <laughs> fixed, stuff that we took care of. Uh, that would help us out a lot instead of like going back in there and figuring out the same thing over and over and over. You know what? Yep. That Gambit one actually almost killed me because... Can you guys believe I'm one win away and the season is literally four days from, from, from ending. And I don't even know when I'm going to be on again. I'm one win away from getting a gilded gambit title. And all I need is one win. And I thought I was going to get that last night, but no, this damn issue jacked me up. I was wondering where our boats were. It was 80 to 80, right? They mm -hmm. deposit a couple of modes and boom, their primary was there. Then I remember depositing my 10. Somebody was next to me, deposited five. When the primeval popped up, it was going back to 80. I'm like, what? I'm like, no, we should oh be like God. five more and we should have a primeval. And all hell broke loose. They were invading. It was, it was, it was, it was a mission. It was gnarly. It was a bit of setting. But hopefully, if I can get on, I'm off a couple of days next week. So hopefully, I can get on on Monday night or something like that or, or, before the patch drops. I just need one win. I'm going to message everybody <laughs> on the team and be like, hey, bro, can you just let me win? Just let me win one game. <laughs> let me kill you one time. Let me just get this gilded <laughs> title before it goes away. Because I'm thinking it goes away, right? I'm sure yeah. it goes away. Okay. Yeah. And I have to remind myself that after I get it, I need to equip it or yes. else it's going to go away regardless. Well, that was pretty much the uh, end of the 12, guys. We learned a lot of stuff. We've had some pictures and broke down some weapons. We're going to be looking to a new story, new lore, loot, and also with new expansions or new seasons, we always get new players coming in so we can create new friendships. Um, yeah, other than that, it was a pretty pretty informative twab. There's a couple of movies of the week. Check them out. Artists of the week, they're always so amazing. The community, Destiny community of artists are always blowing my mind when I see some of their artwork. Check that out if you guys haven't had a chance to do it. Um, yeah. Yeah, we have to talk about a little bit uh, the lore corner with Snail. I know Snail says he's going to be changing up this week a little bit. Uh, I did slightly. Okay. I think that's uh, there's quite a lot of information this week 
with what's happening in the new season. So uh, mm-hmm. next we've got to pick anything up um, with the law that finished this season and what starts with uh, next season. But it's worth having a, a quick sort of couple of minutes just talking about things that were spotted in the uh, the trailer that's worth mm-hmm. noting. The Vex uh, fractals that you'll see over the uh, the city, that's quite uh, interesting. So in all the trailer, it shows those little tiny white lines. That's the Vex fractals because we're inside one of their um, one of the little constructs. What's interesting is I think we'll start to see the Vex picking a side because obviously the, the way they operate is they see all timelines and all solutions. So at, at some point, they'll pick a side of, of the darkness or as of who's going to win to keep themselves alive. So it'd be interesting to see what happens there. Are we siding with all the people who've been fighting uh, eventually? Well, I don't know. We'll, we'll see where that goes. Um, interesting that we're losing the sun from the, the trailer. That's quite a extinction-level event that's, that's happening because Earth doesn't survive without a sun. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a bit of an issue. And uh, we're seeing um, Vex frames uh, in the trailer. Now, there is a Vex frame that we do know is coming back because he's part of the glass, Atheon. Um, but are the other Vex frames we're seeing, because we saw some in the six-man activity, mm-hmm. are they related to the Hazen Lords? Well, the Hazen Lords are part of uh, Vogue. Is this a different set of Vex frames? Uh, so interesting to know what's going on there. Mithrax entrance, I was right. Mithrax was coming back. Uh, there are some lovely fallen babies seen, so we're kind of seeing the first sort of fallen that are working with the guardians, and this is the light side of uh, the fallen. And I quite like the fact that we've got a direct opposite to Aramis. So Aramis is all about rejecting the gods. Um, I should really explain the fallen all worship uh, machine gods because obviously the traveler is a machine, mm-hmm. and hence why they've got servitors because the servitors are around like the traveler and why they worship servitors, because it feeds them. But what Aramis was uh, all about was rejecting that culture uh, and going against the gods, whereas what we've got with um, with the lovely Mithrax is somebody that embraces the gods and actually is saying, um, I know loads of bad stuff happened, but, but the gods are still here uh, and they're going to help us going forwards. So that's quite nice. The other thing that was quickly noted in the, uh, the trailer is we've got the, um, the class swords back because they're on the backs of the Guardians uh, going to the six-man activity. How are we going to get them? That's going to be interesting. Is that the rewards from some of these activities? So it'd be nice to get Thrain Kiva, Quick Fang, and um, Death Razor back. I've not seen them since Menagerie. Yeah. Quick Fang is one of my favourite swords. It's the one that makes the uh, the hunter run as if he's a ninja. Um, mm-hmm. That is one of Pete's favourite swords. So amazing they're coming back. I'd love to know how we're getting that. We're getting new aspects because we've seen the new titan little spear thing uh, that's obviously an aspect this will be the first time we you said that it looked very tron like most of what we're seeing but this is the mm-hmm. first time that we've gone inside a vex network we've only entered the um constructs before which is not a vex network so this is true vex network we're in we're entering so that's quite inst- uh, quite good we see the freezing sidearm we've got I've covered that previously one thing did concern me um and this whole bit about we've got individual story blocks is how this all links to a story so the crow's not shown in any of the trailer and it's a shame just to end the crow's story now and then pick it back up further down the line i'd like to see threads go all the way through but i don't think we're going to see that i think we're going to see little story blocks that then tie up in a last season with a crossover to 
Witch mm-hmm. Queen. It feels at the moment that we're going to go in little story blocks that builds up to Witch Queen, but doesn't directly link. So interesting to see what they do uh, with that uh, going forward. But there were a couple of things I picked up from the, uh, the trailer that's worth just mentioning, cover the Kranosaurus bits next week. Yeah, one of the questions I um, I actually asked Snail, it was, I was like, excuse my ignorance, but what is an elix- elixir? <laughs> I, I, I just, I hear that stuff all the time. And uh, Snail gave me like the, like the straightforward answer. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Does Ness know what Elixni is? Do you know what Elixni is? I just saw the baby Elixni and everybody said it was an Elixni, so I just went with it. It was cute. That's it. Yeah. So <laughs> Elixni is the fallen word for fallen. Yeah. Oh, really? Come on. I know. Yeah. When he told me that, I was like, okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Do they call themselves Elixni? We call them fallen. Yeah. It's like you call me British. Uh, I call myself British. Yeah. So it's yeah. So it's like their nationality, more or less, I guess. <laughs> the followers have their own nationality there. That's cool. Nationalist over here. All right. Thank you, Snail. These are all a bunch of stuff that we saw in the trailer. Things that we're going to be looking forward to. New season. We're excited. This is great. Yeah. I took some time off to play a couple of things here and there. I'm going to be out of town next week, which brings me to our next announcement. This is episode 29. Our episode 30th. We we take pretty pretty uh serious our milestone episodes episode 30 is pretty that's 30 weeks or 30 episodes because we've taken a weeks here and there that we've been a part of of this show we, we thank can't thank you guys enough for listening it's you guys your support you know your messages that you sent to us that keeps us going that we actually like what we're doing we like talking about this game we like playing it you know everything that's destiny related destiny news we love it Keep doing that, guys. Keep giving us your feedback. We appreciate it. But unfortunately, next week, we will not have a podcast episode. I'm going to be going on out of town. I'm going to be on vacation. But we are going to be doing something special. We are going to be doing a reaction video on YouTube only. We're going to post our, our, our YouTube links like we normally do. And you can watch this on Thursday. We're going to record our thoughts on this on the season on season of the splicer we're gonna have a couple of days to play it things that we like things that we don't find interesting things that um we weren't expecting so being a lookout for that i think that's gonna be kind of fun and then after that after the following week we will be soon to a regular schedule show um anything else did i miss anything guys that's pretty much what we're gonna be doing right yeah maybe it's um, and then is this next upcoming video? I'm pretty sure Snell's not going to be wearing the hat because he has accepted I mean, the fact sure. that we didn't come in first. We came in respectable second, and uh, third. We came third. in third. I know Ness says we came in fourth. No, we didn't. Apparently, we're in second. Uh, we came in second. If you like go, that. if you go to the tower, and if you look at all the little <laughs> that's symbols, just the day. That's what Peak told me. Is like these are the people that won. <laughs> I was like, okay, so we, we came in second because I didn't see a single Titan medal up there. But then again, yep. why do I go to the tower and look at fireworks that have the Titan symbol on it? Blows my mind. I don't know why that happens. Maybe the person who comes in third gets fireworks. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that, could be, that could be the only thing. <laughs> but we will be bringing you episode 30. We will be bringing episode episode 30. We're going to be having a week off and we're going to have more stuff to talk about. I'm pretty sure a couple of little twabs, lore, missions. Looking forward to that new mission that it's going to probably take effect 
weeks after weeks after weeks after that. It's going to be a pinnacle mission, which scares me. Does that mean that the presage and the hawk boon missions are no longer going to be pinnacle? Probably, most likely not, huh? Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, so we'll see when we get in there. Ness doesn't want to say it, but guys, delete your shaders. No, Please. don't do it. Let them do it. Why go through all that? I mean, I have like 4,000 legendary shards. I'm okay. I'm, I'm, I'll survive. You can too. <laughs> okay. Well, another last announcement. Wednesday, I will be doing a stream on my channel Twitch TV, Blackstats, Triple Vega. This is going to be a special stream because it's my birthday. I'm going to be birthday streaming mm -hmm. the new season. I was, I was, Ness was kind enough to switch her day with mine. I usually stream on Thursdays. So come on in, guys. Come say hi. Wish me a happy birthday in your native tongue, Elixney tongue that you want to say happy <laughs> birthday with. <laughs> but yeah, come by, stop by. We'll play. We'll check out the new season, new missions. Hopefully by then I'll have my dredgen title, <laughs> gilded yeah. dredgen title. So that'll be fun. But uh, yes, check that out. I'll be Wednesday. I don't know what time yet, but I'll send out some messages out there on the social medias. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. My name is Vega. My gamer tag is Vega6417. That's on Xbox Live. You can find me on Twitch, like I just said, Twitch TV, backslash triple Vega. And you can find me on Twitter under Jesubius. And be sure to check out our three Warlocks Twitter so you can keep sending this some more messages. <laughs> on how we can improve the show and that is at warlocks three ness thank you so Liness one on xbox and twitch last week wasn't able to twitch so next week it'll be to thursday genuine apathy instagram genuine underscore apathy please uh, follow us ask us questions send us messages whatever we'll answer as we if we can but unless you're solicitor um and we don't have an all fans account. So thank you. Snail? <laughs> I'm Winsnail2268. Um, I twitched as my dead body was killed by some toxic guy who uh, decided to kill me as I was entering a GM. Thank you very much. Uh, I, I remember your name. Um, you can find me on uh, various locations. Instagram is Winsnail1 because there's another one apparently. Um, YouTube and, and Twitch is just wins now. And on uh, Twitter, just use the at three warlocks podcast one. Thank you. Awesome, guys. Thank you guys for joining me. Really appreciate you guys' time. What can we say, guys? Another episode in the bank. New season coming up. We're excited. Hopefully, we get to see you guys there with us. Eyes up, Guardians. And always remember, <laughs> when in Rome. Rome.